0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Popcorn Prattle. I am, of course, one of your hosts, Mr. Marcus Sally, executive producer of Shenanigans Incorporated and one of the co-founders of Popcorn Prattle. If this is your first time listening to our show, uh, we want to welcome you to our Christmas special. And for those of you who have been with us before, welcome back. Uh, Pop open a cold one, pour yourself a glass of wine, because we're about to have a little bit of a party now remember popcorn prattle is all about talking about films but not in a pretentious way but as if you just saw a good film and you want to talk about it with your best good buddies and of course i'm going to talk about my favorite movies with my best good buddies we're going to start off with you know him you love him he's the man the myth the legend mr stephen bailey steven say hi to the folks at home
1: hi folks at home
0: and of course, you know her. You love her. She's ever so lovely, ever so talented. She runs one of the best amateur cosplay pages in the world. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Lindley Keed, Lindley, say hi to the folks at home.
2: Hello, folks at home. Glad to be back.
0: Um, yeah, I know. It was. It was. It was strange not having you on the show. Lindley. I know.
2: It was. I think this is my first time since I've started with you guys that I've missed an episode. It's really weird, but I'm not dying anymore, so that's a bonus. That's good.
0: It's it's always nice when Lindley's not dying, um, and of course she also has a glass of wine. Cheers! Cheer- cheers to you, Lindley! Cheers! Cheers! Um, cheers! Of course, we are not. Uh, We are not near each other. We are all in different states, but uh, we decided to have this little virtual Christmas party and kind of reflect on some of our favorite moments. And of course, and I'm sure this is the big reason why you guys are here, uh, is to hear our Star Wars review. Um, And we have a very special announcement to make about this, and I'm sure you've seen this online, but we are doing a spoiler-free review. And then we're going to get down and dirty and start talking about the spoilers. Um, so we're going to get through. Um, for those of you who have not seen The Last Jedi yet, um, it's okay. It's all right. We won't make fun of you too much. Um, but we're going to give you a whole show w- before we get to the spoilers. And those of you who want the spoilers, who want to get in that in-depth conversation with us, um stay. Stay for the whole show. We're going to have a great time. Um, And especially with a little bit of wine in our systems, anything could happen. Um, So we encourage you guys, especially if you are uh, not on the road listening to us, and it is not early in the morning. uh, Again, we we encourage you guys to sit back, relax, and and enjoy the show with us um, on this here, our Christmas special of Popcorn Prattle. Um, So... Without any further ado, Lindley, Steven, are you ready? Ready. Ready. All right, guys, let's prattle. So, Lindley, um, yes. start us off on this little Christmas extravaganza. Now, you got to see a movie today.
2: I did see a movie today, and it wasn't Star Wars because I saw that last week.
0: Of course. So what did you see? I,
2: I saw The Greatest Showman.
0: Oh. I did. Very nice.
2: I'm if for those who are new to the podcast and don't know, I have a BA in musical theater. I am a musical enthusiast. I do musicals myself, and this is a musical. I was excited about seeing it. <laughs> musicals Hugh Jackman, who, who doesn't love that combination? So Ooh. how
0: how did you how did you like it? You know, was it was it cuz you were in Barnum, right?
2: Yes. Um for for those of you who, again, for those of you who don't know, The Greatest Showman is not the only musical about Barnum. There, there's a musical called Barnum, about P.T. <laughs> Barnum. Out, it's been out for a while now. Michael Crawford was in it in London. Um... And I I did it in college, and it was a a whole lot of fun. I learned how to do poi uh, during that show, and juggle. I learned how to juggle and do poi while doing Barnum. But Barnum is not the greatest showman. There's Hmm. some big differences with the two musicals. And here's the thing. When you're doing a musical, you could either go one of two ways with your musicals, especially when talking about a movie musical. Some musicals use the you know this the narrative of visuals plus music to tell a story to mm-hmm. really sell it. Then some musicals are the kind of here's a story, we're going to stop and do a pretty music video and then continue on with the story, which I'm not always a fan of. Sometimes it works, sometimes it's just ooh pretty, okay, here's the story again. And unfortunately, that's what The Greatest Showman was. Hmm. But I'm not... Again, that's not saying it was bad. It's a harmless movie.
0: Mm -hmm, It's fun.
2: mm -hmm. Um, It's definitely a matinee movie. Like, I wouldn't pay full price for it.
0: Right, right.
2: Um, And here's where it kind of falls flat. It's predictable as all get out. Like, you know the things that are going to happen. You know that the lesson that is going to be learned in all of this... Mm -hmm. it's not the most historically accurate movie in the world this is a very Hollywood version of P.T. Barnum's story Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. like
2: this is Hugh Jackman as P.T. Barnum you can't make him unlikable right and it's not to say he wasn't good he was good Um, Zac Efron was good Zendaya who I have never been exposed to until Spider-Man Homecoming Mm -hmm. really liked her but the real greatest showman in this movie is going to be Keala Settle, who plays the bearded woman. Hmm. She has this big number called This Is Me. She, I, I've seen her in both Les Mis on Broadway and in Waitress on Broadway. Oh boy, I want her what, film career needs to <laughs> really take off with this movie because she... Just her facial expressions, her voice, of course, is amazing. But mm-hmm. the scene, This Is Me, I actually shed a little tear because of her. Not anything going on with P.T. Barnum. Right, I wanted right. a story about the bearded lady. She was amazing. Nice. Um. And, and here's the thing about uh, The Greatest Showman. Of course, it's gotten nominated for some Golden Globes. It's probably mm-hmm. going to get nominated for some Oscars for two reasons. One... Hugh Jackman, because Star right. Power. And two, it's Pasek and Paul. Who if you don't know those names, you have obviously never seen La La Land.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which
2: they're, they're, they started apparently I've watched some behind the scenes stuff. They started Greatest Showman first. Mm-hmm. And then while That's they're what doing heard. Greatest Showman, they did La La Land. That won everything except Best Picture. <laughs> 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 And they also uh, just won the Tony for Best Musical with Dear Evan Hansen here Mm -hmm. on Broadway. So it's going to get in the award circuit for that. But honestly, it's not their best work. Yes, Mm -hmm. there are some great songs. But, Mm -hmm. and this is a first time director too. Michael Gracie, I believe it is. And you can tell he's trying really hard to be Baz Luhrmann. Mm-hmm, (laughs) mm-hmm. Yeah. just with some of the way things are shot, some of the way things look, the whole uh, giving popish songs in a Victorian setting. hmm hmm So, it's hit or miss. It's harmless. It's fun. If you want to see it, it, it's fun. Visually, yeah. it's great. Um, got some really great costumes, great choreography, some really nice numbers, and I have to give a shout-out um to the folks at Hero here. I'm a cosplayer and if you cosplay too, you should definitely check out uh Hero here. Uh they do cosplay wigs, but they actually did a lot of the wigs for Greatest Showman and they were fantastic. Nice. But if you want to see some more of my thoughts on The Greatest Showman, You guys can head over to the Stardust app. It's a new app where you can listen to people's reactions to trailers, to TV shows, to movies. I'm on there under Little Lottie. That's L-O-T-T-I-E. Follow me there and you can see a lot more of my reactions that I don't get to talk about on the show.
0: Nice, Lindley. Thank you for that. Um, Because I, I mean, I when it comes to things like musicals um i mean i'm not a big fan so i i default to you um <laughs> because you you know what you're talking about when it when it comes to musicals and you and you you have good taste um the
2: degree's gotta go somewhere <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, i mean so that's why i was i was so curious about you know how well did uh did the show do um i assumed that it was gonna be definitely be oscar bait um
2: Oh, you know that's what it is.
0: Mm-hmm. I and, and you know what? It's funny that you that you mentioned that the director was trying so hard to be Baz Luhrmann because that's what it fe- that's what it looked like in the trailers. Mm-hmm. You know, it looked like a a more subdued Baz Luhrmann. Um, yeah. Which I'm sorry, but like Baz Luhrmann as a director, I mean, it doesn't matter what he does, whether it's Les Mis, Romeo plus Juliet, um, the Get Down.
2: Baz
0: didn't do Les Mis. Did you not do Les Mis? No, this No, happen. no, no, he didn't do Les Mis. Uh, what no. was I talking about? Um, uh, got, uh, Moulin, Moulin Rouge. Rouge excuse me. Great
2: Gatsby, Romeo plus Juliet.
0: Yeah, sorry. Um, not. See, it's already, the wine. <laughs> the wine is already affecting my brain. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know he he has like a very certain style, and you either love it or you hate it. But I feel like you can't go lukewarm, Baz like you gotta go full you gotta go full bass I know sometimes you never go full bass
2: you you but when it comes to this productions you have to go full bass and this this was a little lukewarm bass but I do recommend people go listen to uh, the song the greatest show which is in the opening and the closing of the movie the opening is honestly the best part of the movie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It like it gets you pumped it gets you excited like yeah I'm here for this and then the rest of the movie is like, oh, it's not as good. Hmm. Uh, but go listen to The Greatest Show. Uh, Rewrite the Stars is a very nice love duet. And mm-hmm. this is me because Keala Settle, go look her up. She is fantastic. And you nice. will love her. So hmm. here here's to you, Keala. You, you made the movie for me.
0: Very cool. Very cool. Um, well, guys, Kind of switching gears a little bit. Um, I'm about to get a sentimental. um, But we have had a pretty good year as Popcorn Prattle. Um, We made some goals. We didn't meet every goal. Um, But you know what? I had a lot of fun with you, with both of you. Um, Still waiting for the day for Calvin to come back as the fourth man um, and be on the show and finally meet Lindley. Um, <laughs> like, it's funny, because he knows who you are, because he listens, he still listens to the show, but yeah. he's just so busy they he can't be on the show anymore. Hi, Calvin. Um, yeah, yes, hi, Calvin. Um, but what I want to do, la- last year, last year around this time, we talked about, like, our favorite, you know, Christmas movies, and that was all fun and well and good, and, and a lot of podcasts are doing that, but we're starting to get a lot of new listeners, mm-hmm. and, unfortunately they can't see all of our old episodes um not yet anyway you can if you become Mm. a patron on patreon yes go contribute on patreon please (laughs) because the more look if you donate one dollar we can start releasing like all of our old episodes too which are pretty funny um and i thought about it i thought about it if we you know if we're gonna say that I feel like the audience needs a taste of what they would possibly be getting by seeing our old episodes. Um, I mean, we are definitely more polished, um, but guys, we have had some gems of episodes. Um, and Lindley, I know, I know you just—I know you were—you just got done speaking about <laughs> uh, Greatest Showman, but I would love to know what what is your favorite moment on the show. Um, uh-huh. For this year, we'll limit we'll limit it, and we'll say this year. Um, and then what's going to happen, guys, is that Lin's going to going to explain to you what her greatest moment is, and then you're going to hear it. You're going to get a chance to listen to that segment. Um, and I and I have to say, I listened to all these segments beforehand. They are absolutely hysterical. Um, I hope you find it uh, just as funny. So, without any further ado, Lindley, what is your favorite mo- uh, moment and and why?
2: Oh gosh, I have a couple. Do I have to say one, or do I, or can I say them both?
0: Mm, you can say you can say both, but okay. the one that I'm going to play, save that one for like the second one.
2: Okay. Um, I remember one of my, um, one of my favorite memories of was back at our two-year anniversary show, where we joined the people at Savage Tech. That was awesome, and we made the um the Atlantis Dreamcast, like if Disney ever did a a reboot of Atlantis mm-hmm. and we had that talk, yes, that was fun, yeah, yeah, but the one that really sticks in my mind and the probably the most memorable movie of the year for me, and by memorable mm. I don't mean good um let me get my wine for this was right after I saw a little movie called The Mummy.
0: <laughs> <gasps> yes! Yes!
2: I'm still a woman scorned. I'm still a fangirl scorned. Hell hath no fury like a fangirl scorned.
0: There's a deep hatred for that. That that uh-huh. beat out your hatred for Suicide Squad. And that was incredible because I, I didn't think anything was going to beat it.
2: No, because I used to tell people I would watch Batman v. Superman five times in a row before I watched Suicide Squad again.
0: Mm-hmm. Now
2: my saying is I would watch Suicide Squad five times in a row before I watched the TC Mummy movie again.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> and this is coming
2: from a person who loves the Boris Karloff version, who loves the Brendan Fraser version. And this is just, ugh!
0: Wow, that is crazy. <gasps> I can't even believe that that much hatred is in your heart right now. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta forgive.
1: I have some. You problems. gotta go to some dark places <laughs> to get to that kind of uh, kind of level of hatred. There, I,
0: I yeah, know, I know. My,
2: my soul is a deep pit of despair. If you haven't figured it out by now.
0: Uh Well, you know what, Lindley? We need to get the chocolate. For those people who don't know, for those people who don't know, let's give them a taste of what you mean and your initial hatred for The Mummy, The Reboot. Alright, I think we've, I think we've, I think we've built up the suspense enough. Lindley? Lindley? How is The Mummy?
2: mummy
0: well okay all right one second
2: was the mummy
0: nope nope oh no if i've already let her off her leash it's fine no 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 no, no. what was your question what was
2: your question
0: oh my my question was going to be my question was going to be on a scale of (laughs) this is gonna sound horrible on a scale of what's the best what's the best like like cinematic universe type movie like what would you guys say
1: on a scale of one Marvel? to Boo Haunted House, how good was it?
0: No, 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 no. No, you've got to put this on a scale. You've got to put this on a scale, you got to put on a scale of, of a cinematic universe because this is, if this is the Iron Man of the dark universe, where does where's where's this fall on the spectrum? If we're saying, like, what, Civil War, Best, and Suicide Squad being the worst type of cinematic universe movie, where does this fall? Oh boy. <laughs> so <laughs> is this the thor of the dark universe?
2: About, remember how I talked about walking out of well I didn't walk out of but after suicide squad was over and I was just angry? Yes. Imagine that times 2.
0: Oh. Wait, did this, was, did, did this, this uh, dethrone This dethrone
2: Suicide Squad.
0: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no.
2: And I went, ladies and gentlemen, I went into this movie hopeful. Yes, I knew it had a 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, I knew it had a 37% rating on Metacritic. But I wanted to have hope. I love these monsters. I love this franchise. I love the mummy. I think it's no secret how many times on this show I've said I love the mummy. It's not. But guys, this was insulting. I'm not, I don't even care about spoilers, because if I do spoil something, that's $15 I just saved you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. Okay. <clears throat> oh, God. Where, where do I begin? Where do I begin with this movie? First off, this is Universal's first entry into the Dark Universe They've already announced like, "Oh, we're going to do this. We're going to do this." Universal had the the gall, say gall before I say something else. Had the gall <laughs> to after their whole da 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 da, da Universal logo, the mm-hmm. Universal World turns around and things get dark and it says Dark Universe. Like, it was so bold enough to say, this is the first part of the Dark Universe.
0: Well, that's like the, like the Night Chronicles. That should have
2: told you. It. That should have been like, oh, no. No, 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 no. Okay. Before I get into what was really wrong with the movie, mm-hmm. let me give some positives. Because okay. as much as I really detested this movie... Mm-hmm. It did have some good moments. Well, that's good. And one one of these moments, I'm going to say for last. If anyone wants to waste their money and doesn't want Easter eggs spoiled, mm-hmm. okay. Good things, good things, good things about the movie. Good things about the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So Sophie Patella and Russell Crowe are completely wasted in this movie because they were great. Oh. I really liked Princess Uh Almanet. She was a good villain. You find out her backstory at the beginning with Russell Crowe, you know, doing his narrating thing. Of course. And you you find out, you know, what she did, why she did it, and why she became mummified and is our villain. Which was kind of interesting. It, mm-hmm. we're not getting the whole emo tip, oh I'm I'm sleeping with someone I shouldn't and now I'm trying to raise him from the dead storyline that we've gotten with Boris Karloff and the Steven Summers films. So it's mm-hmm. something different, which I appreciate. And Sophia Patella was a great villain.
0: Of course she was. Good and job, some baby. Of the...
2: <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: you're good yeah, you're I bet you're real jealous that I was like a few feet away from her this week.
0: I actually was.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, Sophia Patel, she was a really interesting villain, and her first scene where she's regenerating was actually really well done. So I Mm -hmm. will say, good job movie, with that. Uh, Russell Crowe uh, was pretty good in this. He didn't have a lot of screen time. Mm -hmm. But he was kind of engaging until you found out... Uh, well, well, this is this is no, secret. this is no spoiler because it's been in the advertisements.
0: Yes, I think I know where you're going with this.
2: He's he's Doctor Jackal. So, Doctor Jackal, he's fine. His wh- he does become Hyde in this movie, and his the voice that he uses for Hyde is actually really cool. But Hyde kind of has super strength and demonize... Boo. in this which is dumb that's not russell crowe's fault that's writers and effects teams and okay so yay sophia patella and yay russell Crowe.
0: <laughs> when he's not now, mr hyde
2: <laughs> let's get to the others okay oh, first off i will say this has nothing to do with the actors these are fine actors spoiler they all wasted in this movie because I hated Tom Cruise's character I didn't give a crap about what happened to him because he was a jerk he was an absolute jerk he was a jerk from the first moment there, there's one scene where they're running from Princess Almanette and Tom Cruise Nick Nick O'Donnell I don't care what his character's name is. I'm calling him Nick O'Donnell.
0: His name is Nick Morton. We've I established this in the care. last episode. I told you
2: I don't care about this character. <laughs> Nick O'Donnell. They're running they're they're running from Aminette, who is in this place because she has to get a thing which she just somehow knew was there we don't know how she knew it was there we don't know how it got there we don't know why the people who put the thing there even knew about the whole omanet thing because nothing is explained in this movie Mm -hmm. they're running from her and tom cruise nick o'donnell jumps in an ambulance to try to escape and is totally going to leave the female character the female heroine I forgot the female heroine's name because I just don't care. (laughs) Jennifer. Jennifer. Her name is Jennifer. And, like, he finally slows down to let her in. She's like, you were going to leave me. He's like, "Did, did you see what happened back there? She's like, you were leaving me. So we have the most unlikable hero in this movie. We're supposed to feel sympathy about him, you know, being the... Um, And it's like, yo, I'm going to kill you because I have to bring Set into this world. Because Set is apparently the god of the dead, which... Hmm, Okay, 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 people, movie makers, if you're going to make a movie that is set in a rich mythology as the Egyptian gods... Then get the mythology straight. Set, yes, he was a bad guy. I think at one point he chopped up Osiris into pieces and Isis had to go find the pieces of Osiris to put them back together. But Set is not the god of the dead. That is Anubis. But just because Anubis is the god of the dead does not make him a bad guy. It just means he's part of the process of going into the afterlife. No, Set is not the god of the dead, and he's not some creepy shadow monster either. <laughs> so, hated the hero, didn't care what happened to him. The female heroine is as forgettable as her name is. Mm-hmm. Jake Johnson, who I love in New Girl, is the comedic relief. In this, of course, it's not funny, and that's not Jake Johnson's fault. It's the script because they tried to shoehorn comedy into this, and oh. it fails completely.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: Courtney Vance is in the movie for about five minutes.
0: Oh, really?
2: Yeah, I'm not kidding. Spoilers for anyone who cares about it. <sighs> <Yeah. laughs> He gets stabbed in like the first. Yeah, they stabbed him. He was just like, "Well, there, there he goes." Oh no, not that one. Not the, not the the captain who uh, apparently Jake Johnson and Tom Cruise that they work for, but they don't work for him because they're grave robbers. But they take orders from the Navy, even though they're not part of the Navy. But they're all on navy ships, and it makes. No, I don't know what that. I don't know what that means whatsoever. I don't even know what it means either because they didn't bother explaining what? anything. I'm not kidding. Okay. And the, and then once the end comes, you think it's gonna surprise you. You think that hey, maybe this has some repercussions maybe like oh man things are gonna go down but then once they do go down and it's the most predictable thing on the face of the earth and i didn't care i did not care and the only universe building the only Mm
0: -hmm.
2: setting up for another movie makes absolutely
0: no sense I do have to say, I love, I absolutely love when you get upset on the show. I'm glad um, someone and it's does, not, it's, and it's never like a true upsetness. It's never like you are, you know, so upset, like, like you're just inconsolable. Although, I guess with the Have mommy, you seen is, the mummy? I was
2: pretty inconsolable. Over
0: that. <laughs> I'm Still, I mean, you got, you got better. I'm just waiting for That's the next. A... Maybe Suicide Suicide Squad Two will will take oh, the place of the Mummy no. one day. No, <laughs> when one can only or Steve and I can only dream because <laughs> I love that moment. I we love just really I love want you, pissed freaking off out.
2: Lindley again.
0: It's just it's funny. <laughs> it's so good. Um, but you know what, guys? I, I, don't I know Mamma Mia Two
2: hasn't come out yet, so we'll see. <laughs> Sorry. I, but...
0: I do have to say, though, I, I, I was combing through our different episodes and I wish I could, I wish I could still, I still had the clipping of when my students all, like, funneled into my apartment, like a clown car. I remember that. And you, and like, and, and, and audience, this is like one of the, like, the lost episodes, but there was an episode where in the middle of, like, a very dramatic speech, my students showed up. At my apartment, and it was like it was like something out of a dream because they all showed up, and they were all they all came in and they're like like hey Mr. Sally how you doing and I'm like go away and they're like no we want to come in we want to play Super Smash Brothers and I'm like I'm still recording a show, <laughs> and you just hear Lindley and Steven like is Marcus okay like what's happening I don't know I I uh, uh, uh.
2: is he being robbed is this what's <laughs>
0: So, I, I I I wish I had that moment. But I think the the moment that I'm most proud of, and when we do start making t-shirts, because audience, we we are in the process of making show shirts. So stay tuned, because you might be able to get one. Um. Because this podcast ain't going to pay for itself. Although, I guess technically it would be paying for itself. Anyways, whatever. Um, oh my so, my favorite moment, my personal favorite moment, was when uh, I started the hashtag Justice for the Texan movement.
2: Oh, my gosh.
0: Because, if you don't know, I think Barb is a useless character. And <laughs> Lindley... Strongly disagrees. Uh-huh. And it was the first time I think we'd ever had an argument on the show. Um because Steve and I usually wrong. have an argument. And and Lindley is, is kind of like on the on the peripherals, but we never like our we never have like beef with each other per se. This <laughs> night, however, was very different. <laughs> Where's- I don't even remember how we got on, and I, in the <laughs> audience you're gonna get to you're gonna get to hear it. But I don't even know how we got on Barb. It was out of something else. We were talking about something else, and Barb came up, and then we just started going at it. And then Quincy Morris from Dracula came in,
2: out of and- nowhere, out of nowhere. Hashtag- by the way,
0: and the funny thing is, like Lindley had to tell me what his name was.
2: <laughs> because some of us have actually read the novel
0: i have read the novel i just mm. couldn't remember his name uh-huh. anyways anyways uh-huh. that's either here nor there audience here is that clip of the birth of hashtag justice for the Texans. Okay. lindley please what did you think <laughs> i just it
2: looks good but just Where's Barb?
0: Can we can Barb?
2: Just side note. All right. Can we talk about no. how Barb is nominated for an Emmy?
0: Can we talk she about is? how? Yeah, yeah she she's is. Nominated she for is
2: best guest star. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, she is.
2: Justice for but can Barb. We ta-
0: can we talk Justice. about this though? I I'll be honest with you. I don't even remember who Barb is. You are evil. I don't remember who Barb Barb is. I didn't. I I looked at it. No, 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 no. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. mouth. Let me explain. Shut your mouth, and I'll explain. Okay. Barb shows up for one episode. One.
2: That's all she needed.
0: And she's not that important. She's not important to the main plot. You know. You know who she is. You know who she is? Let me tell you something. There was an old stereotype. Okay? Back in the day. <laughs> in the where the days. black guy got killed off real early and oh, so nobody the cared. The ginger. And now, it has just moved. It has moved over to this red-headed girl. And now everybody cares. But no. Me... I don't even remember her, Barb, Barb who? That's what I say. It's about eleven. It's about everybody else. It's about that sheriff. It's about Winona Ryder. It's about the four kids who I don't remember their names. But I tell you one thing: their names should be remembered, not Barb's. Justice for the four kids. Justice for the four kids. I'll get off my soap pods well, now. I am so waffles. sorry. So, yeah, waffles,
1: waffles. I, I, I cared about
0: those people. Yeah. Me. Can, wait, 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 wait. Just answer me this: What is the what is what is the hype? What is the hype about Barb?
1: I'm gonna be honest. One of my least favorite things about Stranger Things were the teenagers. I swear they were so boring. So I was just desperate. At, every time they came on screen, I was desperate for a character who was likable, and that
0: was Barb. She was, was, was on it for was, one episode.
1: That's all you needed. She was on for two, but that's all you needed. The other kids she was hanging out with, jerks. I hated them. They kept making stupid choices. That's why, that's
2: why Barb is such a sympathetic character, because she was the only one who was actually smart, and then she got
1: eaten by a Demogorgon, or whatever they're called. Well, it, the she guy. wasn't
0: that— well, she wasn't that smart, now was she? Because she got eaten. Well, she
1: couldn't help it? She didn't know there was an interdimensional being jumping uh, out of a.
0: neither line. did the kids. But guess no, what? They survived till the end.
2: She is comparable. She's comparable, she's out, comparable to Lucy from the Dracula novel because she is a sympathetic victim. Nothing happened. You to know her. who I
0: don't remember from Dracula? Lucy. I don't yeah. remember Lucy oh, either.
1: Oh, Marcus, you have lost your right. You to have.
0: Oh, no, I have not. I I have earned my right to speak more so because I don't remember Barb. I don't remember Lucy. But you know who I do remember? I remember Mina. Who
1: do you remember?
0: I remember the Texan. Justice for the Texan. Justice for the Texan. The Texan? Yeah, the Texan. The Texan in Dracula.
2: You mean Quincy?
0: Quincy Morris. Quincy Quincy Morris. See, well, Yes. You, you <laughs> don't Justice remember him that
2: well. You can't remember his name. Do not. Well, you know not not
0: what? I don't remember what happened. I don't remember all all the details novel, of Marcus, Lucy's life you either. Will lose.
2: Your I win. Will ashes in your mouth, and you will what? lose. Mina Harker. I win.
0: Out. I win every argument. Out. folks at home. If you agree with me, that Barb is way, gets way, way too much attention. She's not even back for problem. season two. That's, that's how important she is to the, to, the, to the script. They were like, we can't even bring her back. Mm.
2: And ladies and, and gentlemen, if you want justice not. for Barb, Lucy, and Mina Harker's reputation, please comment below.
1: Feel like you have to defend
0: your opinions you know your opinions opinion, you like you <laughs> no 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 shut, shut your mouth shut your mouth steven no you defend it you defend it you let lindley know that you don't care about barb you let her know
1: defend it like a defender ooh uh, excellent well segue, i mean the defenders the def- I, was, I was i was i was trying to say te-
0: that earlier <laughs> technically <really>. technically speaking <laughs> no, the defenders <laughs> fight against like They they defend you know against mythical arts, but it's 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 fine. It's it's fine. They they don't defend pointless characters who only show up in two. I'm going to punch you in the face, Marcus. I'm going to slap you in the throat. I'm going to
2: slap you so hard you end up.
0: I think I was drinking wine that night, Lindley. (laughs) I think that's why I got so belligerent. <laughs> Marcus, were you
1: drinking on that? Were show? you drinking this that very family night? Family friendly I think, for the most part show.
0: I think I was, actually. I'm not gonna lie. There are a couple of times I will sneak a drink oh on the show, gosh. but just I'm drinking water, guys. But really, in actuality, I'm I'm enjoying a nice port or porter.
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: Shout out to Dave. Hi Dave.
1: Hi, Dave. And to all you comedian, Dave's my out beard there, Hi, Dave. uh, don't drink and drive. <laughs>
0: Please don't be listening to this while you're while you're drinking and driving. Enjoy it while you're driving. No. But just don't. And that, that's not <laughs> a
2: joke. Like that's serious. Yeah.
0: Um so bad. Steven, last but not least, good friend. Yes. What is your favorite uh moment on the show this past year?
1: Gosh, you know, there were just so many moments that literally I thought about it for a whole 2 minutes and realized I could not remember much of what we talked about this year. It's been one heck of a year. Um, But one thing, I guess, that would be kind of interesting to kind of go back and, uh, uh, I guess, listen to again was my predictions about the film that we are going to discuss for this evening, which is, of course, Ferdinand. No, I'm just kidding.
0: John Cena's in Ferdinand. (laughs)
2: Yes, John Cena Are you is sure person. about that. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> I was no making a it. John no, Cena No, I'm just kidding. Reference. Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Aww. Of course, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> so, so Stephen, why, why, why this episode?
1: Well, I just kind of feel like you know we spent a good long time kind of. Theorizing about what was going to happen. Uh, I know there was a lot of concern about would they be able to uh, forge ahead with a new direction for the franchise, or would it just be a rehash of Empire Strikes Back? And mm-hmm. I, you know, I ha- I just remember thinking like the trailers were edited in a similar way to The Force Awakens, so I just kept thinking like there's a lot of misdirection in this trailer. Um, I, if I recall correctly. Uh, Well, I kind of feel like maybe I was about half right and about half wrong on some predictions. (laughs) If memory serves me correctly, um, maybe you should play that clip uh, so the listener can decide.
0: All right, here we go. Let's play this clip. All
1: right, this is my theory, and I could be totally off base here. I think Luke realized the cyclical nature of the dark side and the light that he decided to kill off the, um, his Jedi. And I think that's what turned Kylo Ren to the dark side. And I think that fake-out scene where it looked like he was going to go kill Leia, I don't think, I think in the end it's going to be, that's uh, Snoke's final test of his loyalty. Can he kill off Princess Leia or General no. Organa? No. But I don't think he's going to be able to. I think she's going to realize that but she's also going to realize that if he doesn't do it, uh, Snoke will kill him. So I think she's going to commit suicide to protect Kylo Ren Mm -mm. and hopefully turn him back. I believe um, I believe that scene where Ray's like I need a guide uh, and we see Kylo Ren extend his hand that can go one of two ways. Either she's not talking to him specifically or that's not going to be as big a revelation as the film is making it out to be kind of like when Luke says it's time for the Jedi to end. I feel like that is also just going to be a sort of something we learn about him early on. Um, You know, that's kind of how I feel this is going to play out because I think Kylo Ren, you know, he's being pulled back to the light and Ray, I almost feel like it could go where Ray starts to get pulled towards the dark in this one. That's, that's what I'm well, I was about as accurate as all those people who said that Jar Jar was a Sith.
0: Spoilers! Thank God. Like holy <laughs> shit!
1: Like who knew Darth Vader was Luke's father the whole time?
0: <laughs> also, the poor. No, 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 Stephen. Now that, that's you save the spoilers for later. Oh, sorry. Spoilers, everybody.
1: <laughs> you sure
2: you're drinking water? No.
0: <laughs> it's vodka flavored water. <laughs> same
1: color, oh, man, same it, difference. It's the hard stuff, man. Gin and tonic, <laughs> tonic and gin, and maybe a little more gin in there. <laughs>
2: It's that hard, H two O man.
1: That's some high quality. Slow H2O. down, Steven. You gotta drive. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, speaking of Last Jedi.
0: Yes. yes.
2: It finally came I, out. I,
0: it did. It did finally come out after after it felt like forever. Right? Um, it was one
2: of those things where it finally like it was the week before. Uh, it was supposed to premiere and I'm just thinking like, wow, it's, it, it's actually here. Like all of mm-hmm. our speculating, all of our talking about our predictions. I'm like, we're about to find out if we were right. Hopefully.
0: Yeah. Which is a nice feeling, you it's know, satisfying. it was, it was, a it was akin to, you know, going to see a Marvel movie, um, and just being like, what storyline are they going to follow? Yeah. Um, what what is gonna happen to our characters and what's gonna set up for the future. Um which I mean I guess is appropriate since Star Wars is owned by Disney. Everything um, is owned
2: by Disney now.
0: It, well, yeah, true, true to Ad Lindley. Um <laughs> uh, so with that in mind, uh let's do a, a spoiler free review. Um, like I said, gang, we are going to uh we're gonna give you our thoughts. Spoiler free, okay. So it's going to be very vague on maybe what we're talking about, Um, but don't worry because we. If you want to know spoilers, or if you've seen the show, you've seen the movie, and you want to talk more in depth about it, um, just stay tuned for after the show, and we will. uh, We're going to discuss it. Um, So Stephen, who has also put out a, a a spoiler caution, spoiler filled review. On our YouTube channel, um, why don't you why don't you start us off with a spoiler free take on on the movie? Did you love it? Did you hate it? Um, should people even go bother seeing it? What are your thoughts? Go.
1: Okay, so I for one love this movie. Um, <clears throat> I you know I can understand if someone has criticisms of like uh, the story and the pacing. I will say I think force awakens had slightly better pacing um Hmm. but on the whole like i really loved the direction the story took uh especially with some of the characters and um overall i feel like it was a very very rich experience um just where they push some of the characters and how they go about doing that um some of the characters did nothing for me they went absolutely nowhere i'm sure we'll get into that later um, but right. I almost can't get mad at him uh, for that Just because I feel like if one character is sacrificed um, As far as story goes It's to help elevate another really important character So it's almost mm-hmm. like, eh, that's just a nitpick for me um, mm-hmm. But uh, overall, I, I really like this one a lot
0: Nice um, yeah. Limley, what about what about you?
2: I did really like it It's... I I'm still trying to process my feelings on this movie. I didn't dislike mm-hmm. it at all. I thought it mm-hmm. was, I thought it was really good, really beautifully shot. Um, I can't tell you how many cri- times I cried just because Carrie Fisher was on screen, not for any mm-hmm. other reason, just because she was there. I literally mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. cried in the movie theater. I I really did like it. But there are some things about it, and we'll expand upon that in the spoiler review, where I'm still debating on whether I thought it was the right choice. Mm -hmm. And some things that were said that I'm still debating on if I believe it. Mm -hmm. It was a very different turn than from what JJ did and a lot of things that I yes. felt that jJ set up that Ryan Johnson was kind of pushing to the side like oh okay mm. you mentioned that but i'm I'm gonna tell my story they felt yes. this movie and force awakens while they are both I think really strong in their own merit together and talking about the force there's not much balance mmm so, I think that is my biggest criticism with the movie. As As individually, as its own movie, I really liked mm-hmm. it. It had some great performances. This isn't a spoiler, but one of the best lightsaber battles in the entire saga
0: mm, is
2: in this movie.
0: Oh, oh most definitely.
2: In, in this new trilogy, there's there's a there's a big shift and it's a little disconcerting um, and again it doesn't make this movie bad I thought what was strong was so so good
0: so Mm -hmm, good mm
2: -hmm. but but yeah um, also porgs are everything now I have one (laughs) sitting beside me on my on my nightstands they were everything I wanted them to be and more
0: <laughs> I um I I I have to agree Lindley. I I thought that this movie was I I enjoyed it myself. Um I had fun watching it. Uh to me Rogue One still beats it out. I know that's like blasphemy for many people. Um I I I really enjoyed Rogue One. I felt like Rogue One was a an actual war. And something that was sorely needed for the star wars uh, saga, um not just all about the Skywalkers and their own personal battles, like I want to see more about the rebels and their fights um which is why why I really enjoy those scenes with Finn and Rose um, I
2: love rose I yeah i rose. I was
0: really digging that character I want um more rose. I loved. I loved Poe Dameron in this one. I thought that his character became a lot more interesting. He mm-hmm. wasn't just I got that he was the hot shot. Yeah. In the first in, in in JJ's uh in Force Awakens, we're just told like he's the hot shot. But we don't get that. And they could have you never Yeah,
2: they could have played into like a big trope with his character too. But they mm-hmm. didn't like the things he did had consequences, and they didn't play out as movies usually do in his situations.
0: I agree. And I, really I appreciated agree. Like, that. You know, like everything that he does is like, oh, well, I guess we should have listened to him from the beginning. No, it's like, um, no, you're you're not, and I'm, and we're gonna, and I would love to talk about this further in the spoiler, um, in the spoiler yes, review. Yes, we are definitely, but going to. I would. I I would love to... I, I think that that was setting up a lot for the future, to be quite honest. Um, for Poe, I think that he learns a lot in this particular episode. And I... Yeah, I, I loved him. Um, I was... Hmm. I don't want to say this. I was... Kind of thrown off by, and we're definitely going to have to talk about this. But I was kind of thrown off by some of the choices that were made that I felt like were big. And it sounds yeah. to me, Lindley, like we're we're on the same page. I think so too. Um, there, there were some choices that I I wish that from a a moviegoer standpoint, mm-hmm. I wish they would have gone. One way and not the other,
1: mm-hmm.
0: because I feel like episode, like the next episode, you just have a lot. You, it would help you out. It would make that episode a lot easier. Agreed. Now, having said that, having said that, I do think there are some choices, and it's so hard, guys, to not spoil anything for you. I'm, I'm trying my best, but there are some things in this in this movie that I'm glad that they did because took it away from... It felt like Empire without being Empire Strikes Back. If that makes sense.
2: I don't know. I like, thought it had a bit of Jedi... I thought it was more Jedi.
0: It had a...
1: Yeah, it was a oh, mix. really? It was a, a mix.
2: It had elements of Empire and elements of Jedi. But it Jedi, didn't feel
1: like a... I feel it like. It didn't feel like a remix of those. It felt more like... um Kind of like how the previous like trilogy how Force- mirrors the original trilogy, it felt more like it mirrored them rather than just rehash.
2: Or, ha- or how mm-hmm. Force Awakens mirrors A New Hope.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, but but see, Force Awakens, and we and we've said this on the show, Force Awakens almost parallels New Hope to the point of this is a New yeah, Hope. Yeah, again, it's just spice- It's just spiced up a little bit. Um, the
2: stories are very different. In last, yeah. Jedi. last Jedi, I give it that takes. It's an original. Last
0: Jedi takes what was, what was, what was cool about Empire, and then kind of adds its own flavor to it. Well, now I think
2: in some well, aspects. hold
0: on, hold on, hold on a second, hold on a second. It, it takes it, it takes it, and it, it adds its own flavor to it. But some of the choices that they made were very strong and good choices that. Made it less like Empire, but then there were other choices that yes, it made it not like Empire, but now you've kind of put you've kind of written yourself in like this weird this weird box that it the movie could have been better had you gone this route instead of this route. Mm-hmm. And again to those of you who haven't seen uh who haven't seen the movie you I mean you're the moment you watch the movie and you finish it you're going to be like oh that's what Marcus was talking about um because it seems to me like that's what everybody's issue was with some of these big choices that did not quite make sense especially with how force awakens was setting them uh, up
2: Yeah
0: mhm um but I'm going to I'm gonna back off because otherwise I am definitely going to spoil something. Um, so uh audience, we are going to it's this is weird because I know we're not technically ending ending the show. Um, but for those of you who have not seen uh, Last Jedi, here's what I encourage you to do. Hit pause. okay. Hit pause on us. go see it. And then come back. Because we're not so much talking... I mean, we've told you our thoughts on the movie itself. Um, but what I would like to do is have a discussion about some of these choices. Um, because, again, that's what the internet's talking about. The internet's talking about, are we making the right choice? Are we not? Is this a bad movie? As apparently, I guess, the people are saying. Like, there are apparently there are, there's a group of people who think this is a bad movie i I have yet to meet those
2: people i walked out on thursday and i walked out behind someone who said this was worse than phantom menace um
0: oh no no. are you kidding me i wanted
2: to stop him and said did we just watch the same movie sir
0: apparently not because this is nothing like phantom menace nothing at all what Yeah, we're going to talk about it. we'll talk. (laughs) We're going to talk about this. We'll talk. But, audience, uh, before we... For those of you who are are new to the show, who I hope you have enjoyed yourself (coughs) while you listen, um, we're going to drink some more wine and keep talking about Star Wars. Um, But if this is where we are leaving you, um, or where you're leaving us, I guess I should say, uh, just real quick, Stephen, where can the folks at home uh, reach you? And if there's any announcements hint hint wink wink that you would like to mention (laughs) you may want you you can take this time to do so
1: all right well uh ladies and gentlemen the day has come uh first of all you can find me on twitter at bailey's workshop um you can also find me on youtube um uh you can find me just type in bailey's film workshop and you will definitely want to tune in Sometime after 12.30 a.m. on Christmas Day, December 25th, as you will be receiving the teaser trailer for an upcoming project I've been working on for the last two years. And uh, fun fact, Lindley and Marcus are actually the stars in it. Um,
0: It is
1: the teaser trailer for Mountain of the Gods.
2: Yay! (laughs) I'm so excited. Woot, it's woot.
0: it's it's excellent Stephen has done a great job with it I, I I sincerely believe Stephen that this is going to be one of your best work you've gotten so good with your filmmaking mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm Thanks, really girl. proud of you man um so I'm I, I cannot wait to promote the hell out of this thing oh yeah because it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be awesome.
2: You guys, we're going to be in a trailer that's coming out on Christmas. Is anybody else emotional about this? I'm,
0: <laughs> I'm kind not emotional, of emotional right now, about but I'm. I believe one day. I believe on Monday, I'm definitely going to be emotional.
1: <laughs> oh, yes.
0: <laughs> uh, Lindley, where can the folks at home reach folks you? Folks at
2: home, again, you can, you can hear me in this thing that's coming out on Christmas. On Bailey's film workshop on YouTube, so check that out. Um, mm-hmm. I am on Instagram at Little Lottie. That's L O T T I E. I'm on Facebook Little Lottie One Word Cosplay, and now I am on the Stardust app. So if you want more reactions, I'm about to do my reaction on the season finale of Outlander. Um, go nice. check me out on the Stardust app again. It's at Little Lottie.
0: And folks at home, if you would like to get to know me a little bit better, um, you can always reach me uh, on my own personal Twitter at Mark, M-A-R-C underscore Leroy, L-A-R-O-Y. Uh, L-A-R-O-Y. Um, I am starting a, a couple of, I'm I'm working on a, a play that hopefully will premiere uh, in August of next year. Um, but I have another idea for a, um, a potential audio drama that I want to get Stephen and Lindley's help on, but they don't know it. This is the first time they're hearing it um so yes. Yes. <laughs> it what is, devilry a- is
2: this? yes yes i know i, I know yes.
0: what devilry indeed sir when i when i tell you you're gonna you're gonna find out how ironic it is that you that you say that um <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> uh so we're definitely going to uh you're definitely gonna hear more about it on my own personal twitter uh you can also hit me up uh, on the Popcorn Prattle Twitter at p o p c r o n underscore Prattle p r a t t l e um, we are we are more more than active on that show I mean sorry on that uh, avenue I guess I should say we're um, on Instagram too so please please follow us follow us on Instagram we got our WordPress we're on YouTube we are blowing up gang 2017 Rocky but but we made it through uh and uh yeah for those of you who are new to the show we will see you guys next year so thank you take care all right from all of us to all of you we wish you peace love and tranquility you all take care now
2: merry christmas merry christmas
0: All right, are they gone? Are they gone? I think so. Okay, you're staying. You're staying. We are doing a live. Well, it's not live. What am I saying? (laughs) We're live. (laughs) We're live, guys. I'm sorry. The wine is getting to me. I'm the wine is getting to me. Uh, We are doing. We are doing a spoiler-filled review of the Last Jedi. And I I alluded, I alluded on, on our Facebook page that there might be a civil war because Steven, I know, I know for a fact, you really like hey,
1: you, you said earlier. So don't worry. Don't worry. worry.
0: Shots will,
1: shots will be. I didn't, I dig no graves.
0: I dig no you graves dug sir a grave. I'll have you know I dig no
2: graves
1: The moment you made the comparison to Rogue One your fate was sealed Ooh what what
2: okay
0: what what are you kidding let's me Steven no, no 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 we we could break this out right now Stephen. Stephen, you cannot sit here and tell me that Last Jedi was better than Rogue Last One.
1: Last Jedi was a million times better you cannot than Rogue sit here One because you. Rogue One had boring what? characters, tropes that have been done to death. What? And while it had an interesting plot, the scenes with Rose and Finn had better characters, but it just felt like retread of Rogue One to me. So. What? I, the characters were what? boring in Rogue One. Tell me their names There's besides even... Jen. Or Cassian,
2: k two S O And
1: Cassian.
0: Okay, what K2S. about the other ones? What? I am one with Steven. the force. The, Come on, the now. Guy? Sal
2: Guerrera. Come on now. Sulgarero. You cannot sit Ba-pow. here.
0: You cannot sit here and tell me. You cannot sit here and tell me that The Last Jedi was better than Rogue One. Rogue One Rogue felt one. Rogue One feels like a war movie. You know what? Last Jedi, here's my biggest here's my biggest complaint about Last Jedi. And and I and I talked to Dave about it. Dave gave me his notes about about the movie and we sat down at the table and we talked about it and we both agreed. We don't agree very often, but we agreed on this. What is the time frame of this movie? Because according to Poe, in a few hours their ship was going to be like on the side of the road, right? Mhm. But when Ray is training with Luke, how long is she training with Luke? Because she makes it seem like they're training for, like, a full week.
1: Well, see, now that—
0: or, or at least three days. That operates— And that, that bothered me that I could not tell. And I was waiting for, like, a reveal. I was waiting for, like, a reveal of, like, oh, this happened, like, this was weeks later. Or this was, you know— at the same, or like, or at the same, time, Give me some frame of reference as far as when, when is this happening?
1: I will give you two frames of reference. Um, first of all, let's look at the two towers. I know it's a completely different franchise, but look at it this way. Um, Frodo and Sam's timeline isn't 100% lining up with, like, Aragorn and all theirs. Uh, and I feel the same thing is basically happening here. You know, Ray's timeline isn't exactly lining up with what's happening to the Rebels her story is literally picking up right like minutes after. Um, There's not really that much time indicated uh, as far as what's going on with the Rebels. Another thing to look at is, let's look at the Holy Grail of Star Wars movies, The Empire Strikes Back. Uh, Luke is sitting there training for days, it seems like, with Yoda, while Han and Leia are on the run for about a day or two, and yet somehow their timelines mesh back up. I don't think the timeline is an issue at all. I just think it's one of those what? things you have to kind of run with.
0: Wait a minute. So you're comparing this you're comparing this to a movie that actually does establish that they that they're on different timelines to a movie that again messes up the fact that they're on different timelines, but they never officially state it.
1: What? Is that all you got? Two out towers. Of
0: that? <laughs> what? Two tower. Two towers. No, no. Listen, listen, listen. Two towers establishes that there are two separate timelines. That Sam and Frodo are not with the rest of the Fellowship as far as time goes. Mm-hmm. They're ahead because they left early. Right. Like we get that. But in both Empire and Last Jedi, I mean, that's my that's my major complaint with Last Je- with sorry with Empire is that how is Luke training for for seemingly days but then he manages to go and you know meet up with his friends it,
1: uh, that's what i'm at saying. the exact same it's, time it's running on the same kind of logic it's not establishing that they're going at exactly the same time because how could it she's with luke for days but like you said you know poe is racing for hours and i do feel like but what it's i'm saying is timelines. that's
0: a problem but what i'm saying is that's a problem i don't think that's a problem. like that's that's not a good thing that's a negative that's a slight against last jedi i don't think it's a problem what how is it not a problem you're sitting there thinking like how are they like when is this that's the whole thing i kept thinking Like halfway through the movie i was like so when is this happening is this happening at the same time is ray weeks ahead called, and i'm sitting know, there waiting for the big reveal But they never give it to me.
1: It's called inner cutting for pacing effect. You can't, I mean, if you were to like do this in chronological order, you would totally kill the story of any kind of dramatic tension. I mean, could you How imagine... does it kill the
0: story when everybody does it, Stephen? Everybody does it!
1: Exactly, and that's why I don't think it's a big deal. How is the timeline what? a big deal How is do? it not
0: a big deal? It's like the most basic of tropes that you can put in there that doesn't take away from the movie. It actually enhances your movie, and it makes your movie more enjoyable because your audience isn't confused.
1: Well, that's what I'm trying to say, is, like, if you tried doing it in chronological order, you'd have, like... Two hours of Luke and Ray arguing, and then 30 minutes of, well, okay, maybe not that kind, but you, you basically front load everything with Luke and Ray, and then you basically put everything with the resistance at the end, and that would just be a really, really uneven movie. Now, don't get me okay, wrong, all right. there hold are on, uneven moments in this film, but yeah.
0: Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Now, arguably, and this is and this is from people who don't like the later editions of saw saw 2 oh, has a wonderful and this is let's just make a blanket statement we are doing spoilers of any movie from here on out okay saw 2 has one of the best reveals when they show that everything that we the audience have been watching has actually already happened weeks before and they leave little subtle clues to, for the audience to catch that, hey, just so that you're aware, this is not happening simultaneously. Now, here's my argument with Last Jedi. Really comparing- Last Jedi can't do something like that. Last Jedi can't give me like just like you can say it's it's at different times. But have a reveal that, hey, Ray has been training much longer than what we are giving her because that's everyone's big biggest thing about luke how is luke training with a lightsaber for like five hours and then he can go up against darth vader who is arguably in the in sent after being established in the, in the original in the prequels he's a badass so you're telling me that the badass is like neck and neck with luke come on now
1: I think the bigger Come question is why is there sound in space?
2: Or why are we comparing Saw with Star Wars? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> we're not comparing Saw with Star Wars. What we're comparing is the fact that Steven is saying that it's a time that the time thing is a trope that is used in other movies and that you don't need it for Star Wars. I'm saying you do need it for Star Wars. Well
2: he does I... it it did kind of, I did think about it during the movie, honestly, but he does make a point with the whole empire argument. He does have a point.
0: I I just, I can't agree. I can't agree simply because that was my biggest gripe with Empire. That's my own, really, that's my only gripe with Empire. Is
2: something we can all agree on that this has got to be Mark Hamill's best performance in anything ever? Because he was fantastic in this.
0: Dave would disagree with you.
2: Dave! Mm -hmm. Come on, Dave. Dave 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 would disagree
0: with you. You But, 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 Lindley, I have to say that I did fight, and I said, look, Luke is, like, I, Dave's argument, and Dave can correct me, he can send me a text message after he listens to this. Dave's argument was, Luke feels like the same old Luke, like nothing has changed about him. What? Wait wait let me finish okay that it was it felt like this is still the Luke from the original trilogies which i understand but at the same time i also understand that there's a reason why he's once again filled with doubt right yeah he thought that he could train up a new a new branch of jedi and then he realizes within ben that he's that he well he thinks himself he thinks he's failing mm-hmm. and he's when I mean, he's really not ben just always had it in him to fall to the dark yep. side you know yep. one could argue though and i just thought of this and maybe it's the wine remember what snoke says about when. that there always has to be balance within the force right Luke said that too so when he when when Ben started to rise in power Snoke says I knew that Rey would show up because the dark side needs the light side right Mm -hmm. well who's the strongest Jedi at that point it's Luke who has affiliated himself with the light side
2: Hmm.
0: so Ben oh my god in essence, it is Luke's fault.
2: Of course it's Luke's fault.
0: Yeah, it is it is Luke's fault. Because he shouldn't have ben, picked up that ben lightsaber
2: is, to kill Ben in the first place. I know he didn't. I know he changed his mind. But the damage was still done.
0: I mean, but I think it was inevitable. I think it was inevitable. Ben was always going to turn to the dark side. And he was always going to be powerful. Mm-hmm. Because of Luke. Because Luke's very presence, as Vision says in Avengers: Civil War, which I just recently saw, Luke's very presence invites challenge. Yeah. So he was always going to turn to the dark side, which is which, in essence, to me makes makes Kylo's uh, story arc even sadder. Oh yeah, because he doesn't have a choice.
1: Hmm.
0: He's always destined. He was always going to be. He was always destined to be. Uh, a, a member of the dark side.
2: I I have thoughts on that.
0: I know cuz they do cuz they do clarify cuz they do s- set it up that Ben might might turn. He might turn from the dark side. Um god, we have a lot to, to talk about. <laughs> I don't have nearly enough wine. Here, what, what are your thoughts, Lindley? Yes, please.
2: Uh here uh, are are we done talking about Luke or are we going to Kylo right now or are we still talking about Luke?
0: Let's do it. Let yeah. I mean, go yeah. talk about whatever you want. Okay. It's free for you. Um, no, you're wrong. Well, L- L-
2: quick, quick thing about quick thing I'm about Luke. I I did think that there was development in Luke, but it was still. It wasn't just oh here's Mark Camel. He's older. He's playing a new character. No, he still felt like Luke, especially in that mm-hmm. little scene with R two, which was just so so great, and I cried yeah. at that part too. Not gonna lie. I cried a lot.
0: But did did I not did I not call it though that Mark Hamill has learned a lot since his star since his original he Star has. Wars days.
2: He's no longer and he he's show- no longer the it- oh I want to go to Toshi Station and pick up power converters. He's no mm-hmm. longer that. He has really developed as an actor, and it really really shows in this. I do like what the. The movie did, and I kind of did it throughout the movie. About y- your hope is not always going to be fulfilled; it's not always going to be mm. satisfied. Um, yeah, it's kind of mm. how I feel about this movie. Just some of it wasn't satisfying. My my hopes were not satisfied. Ray gets to the island, and Luke takes the lightsaber. What does he do? He chucks it over his shoulder. Your yeah. your hopes are not always going to be satisfied. Your heroes aren't going to be what you thought of them. Your villains are not going to be exactly what you thought.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. you can
2: see that in Kylo. I do like the whole arc of Kylo being... Uh, he, oh, There's oh, so many Tumblr fangirls. Kylo being the tortured... <laughs> the, the tortured... The tortured past. He's 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 bad. But you can change him. No, it's Mm RayLo. The the official title of the Kylo Ray ship is Raylo. Don't (laughs) ask me how I know this. Um (laughs) It's but here's the thing. You think it's gonna get redemption. We get that amazing lightsaber battle, mm-hmm. but then it's just like, oh, so he's not going to the lightside. He's just gonna go right back to the dark. So what was this whole battle for? What was right. what was Snoke's purpose? Because honestly, mm-hmm. yeah. Snoke was Snoke has become a red herring. Everyone yeah. was theorizing who's Snoke is. He Palpatine. Is he Plagueis? Nah. He's just some dude with the he's, force. Yeah. He's, he's just some nobody. Snoke doesn't matter. <laughs> and here's what I was saying about the whole things that were things that were so set up in Force Awakens that I feel like JJ had a plan, and then Ryan mm-hmm. Johnson came out and he's like, "Oh, that's cute. Here's my plan." And while I think he yep. did an amazing job with this movie, it does feel like. Things that were set up, aka Snoke and Race Parents, were just like, meh. There, uh, meh. Yeah. We're not going to focus on that. We're going to focus on more on a casino with a Dobby horse racing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, <laughs> which I, I had a friend, shout out to her, who described them as Dobby horses, and I could not stop laughing. <laughs> but, and I can and as far as Reese's parents I'll get to that in a little bit but as far as Snoke them just like killing off Snoke yeah. that I think was the biggest like oh okay that was cool in the moment but after it, I, it washed over me I'm like they set him up to be something big something big yeah. something mythical and for them to just kill him off like that that was.
0: I mean, that you, was. You don't, you don't get Andy Serkis to play a note. Right. That's a waste. That's a waste of time. Even, yeah. even Black Panther, where I know that Michael B. Jordan is the main villain, you know Andy Serkis is like they're like we have Andy Serkis. You use him. Mm-hmm. You make him somebody important, and you or you make him somebody that we can bring back later.
2: Yeah. And.
0: And I felt like, you know, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. Like, so you just wasted Andy Serkis, yeah. all that money. Yeah. yeah.
2: And so that was with Snoke. And then, and then that led to the whole, is Kylo even redeemable? Cause now he's just going back to his, oh, like, meh, 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 meh. that's, <laughs> apparently that's my Kylo Ren impression. <laughs> um, <laughs> he just went straight back to the dark (laughs) put on a shirt um he just went it was like the redemption thing was just forgotten like oh okay so he's not going to be redeemed apparently so Mm -hmm. okay then and then as far as race parents which was another thing that was speculated time and time again and I'm still (laughs) I'm still mad my theory wasn't true which my theory was, and I kind of shared the theory with the game or the game slash film theorist about uh-huh. um, Leia. She's like she was Leia and Han's daughter, oh. and Raylo Chippers might have been, you know, shocked to find out that they were, you know, chipping like the Lannisters. <laughs> they would be brother and sister, which I'm still,
0: well, I mean, I'm Leia still, and Luke had a moment,
2: well, so yeah, that is true. It out of the, in norm. the Incest isn't a new thing in star Wars. Um, <laughs> but, and I felt like that was coming after, you know, their yeah. whole shared connection thing. Cause I didn't, that was such a throwaway line. was like, Snoke was, Oh, it was me. I was the one making him do that. I'm like, Oh, okay. Come on. Really?
0: Yeah. And yeah. there,
2: there has to be a reason why yep. Kylo Ren and Ray and even even when Snoke was dead, they still had that connection. You saw that. Right. So I'm not still not saying they're brother and sister, but there's a reason why they have a connection. But also I, I understand why they went the direction they did. And it and it also ties with the very end of the movie. So we find mm-hmm. out Ray's parents are nobody. She's nobody from nowhere because Jakku is basically nowhere. Best line in the movie.
1: Uh
2: And it's showing that the Jedi isn't just restricted. The heroes and the Jedi are not just restricted to the Skywalker bloodline. Uh And we see that at the very end of the movie with the little boy who picks up the broom with the Force.
0: Mm -hmm. Right.
2: And I I understand the direction we're going with, and I honestly don't mind it. But again, it goes with the whole things that were set up in Force Awakens, things that Mm -hmm. were made such a big deal in that movie, that got zero payoff. I don't care if it wasn't my theory or not, but it was still just thrown to the side. Like it was nothing from nowhere.
0: Can, can I, can I, can I say something to that point? Please do. Um, Please do. About Ray's parentage. I, and I told this to Dave and, and Dave absolutely agreed. I, I feel like it was a wasted opportunity when you have and McGregor come in voice lines and you don't make her a mm-hmm. Kenobi.
2: But also, here's the thing. We could still see Kenobi as a force ghost, which I guarantee this isn't gonna be the last we see of Mark Camel. He's gonna be back as a force ghost in episode nine. You uh, know it. Sorry, can I
0: say let the Yoda cameo Perfect? It
2: was it was and I was so perfect happy with that because that was the Yoda we left off with. It was a practical Mm -hmm. effect Yoda.
0: It yes. Wasn't while
2: okay, while Attack of the Clones, my favorite part is Yoda kicking butt uh Count Dooku's butt.
1: hmm
2: It it wasn't that Yoda. It was the true Yoda. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. It was a And puppet. it was beautiful. Yes. yes. Did, did you
2: read them? Page Turner's They Are Not.
0: <laughs> Straight up.
2: So, puppet. And Ray has never met Yoda, never Ray has never made contact with Yoda, but he knew who Ray was. So there's still mm. a chance for Obi-wan to come into the mix to help Ray out. Mm. So I don't I don't think that uh, I don't think we've seen the last of Kenobi. It, again, it could not happen. it could it could not but I don't think we should throw out the possibility. I don't know if she is a Kenobi mm. I don't know how that would work because honestly I don't think I mean after all the crap he went through with Anakin and him having a <laughs> uh, a, a wife in Padme all the crap he went through there mm-hmm. I don't know if he would want to take that on right right so
1: see I'm not really a fan of the Kenobi being of uh, the father uh just I because, don't see how it would I mean, work it, it timeline wise, going back to the timeline, <laughs> to uh, that really wouldn't work because that would have made Ray like at least forty, because um, he would have been died like what thirty eight years earlier, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. unless he came back as a force ghost, and oh, I don't even want to think. Of, th- this raises too many questions. If they <laughs> went there, I don't want to ask. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I watched. Uh, I read about the director explaining why they went with a nobody um, parentage, and when I was watching it, I did kind of feel like, you know, well, I guess my Captain Phasma theory is way out the window. Uh, Who, by the way, Captain Phasma is another character who went nowhere for me. Yeah, she got Um, the
2: shaft. Captain Phasma um, got the shaft.
1: Yeah, and... um, But... Ryan Johnson explained that the reason they went with having them just be nobody parents, which you know, let's just be honest, it's explained through Kylo Ren basically manipulating her emotions. So it it could still change, but um, he said, you know, having her, you know, telling her like, oh, your parents were these characters, and it'd be like, oh, well, then that's my place in the story. Uh, But he said that uh, having her here, they were nobody, makes that uh, choice for her much more difficult. Um, And I I do respect that. I do like that. Um, That it forces Mm -hmm. her to carve her own way into the story rather than just be told what your role is. Um, And I think, and and that's why it's like all those other things, like with Snoke. Yeah, I agree. Snoke went nowhere. And it's like, okay. (laughs) But it helps elevate Kylo Ren's arc. And with Ray's parentage, I feel like it elevates Ray. So it's like I'm interested to see what happens with these characters more. As a result, I'm a little Uh bummed uh that their plot lines there were a little anticlimactic. But um, I am—I do think it kind of helps push those characters forward. So that's why it's hard for me to get Uh upset about those those parts.
2: Yeah. Also, I.
0: I have to say I thought Snoke was a wasted opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um He was. I I don't I don't see why they couldn't just make him uh it's it's Plagueis, isn't it? That was the The one theory. that could resurrect himself. Yeah, that
2: was the theory that he was Plagueis. That was my thought.
0: I feel I feel like I feel like that was a, that was a waste opportunity. We know nothing about Plagueis other than the fact that he trained uh Darth Sidious. So it, I mean I feel like it just raises more questions than anything else. Who was Snoke? Yeah. Why does he know the Force? Why does he know how to use the Force? Why did Luke not sense him? Mhm. Why did Luke not feel an obligation to stop him? Yeah. Like I mean Luke is I mean Luke is an old man by the time we see him in Last Jedi, well, in Force Awakens. So again, why did he not feel even before he started training Jedi? Why did he not feel an op- like a potential opportunity to say, "Okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to work with the Rebellion and I'm going to take down Emperor Snoke because I sense that there is another Sith in the uh, in in the universe." And then also too. So does that mean that where was it was Snoke? Sidious's apprentice. It's like you don't even have to make him Darth Plagueis. Make him Sith,
1: because I mean, it's never it's never specified, and and they just never really went anywhere with that character.
0: Yeah. again, again, it it goes back to my 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 statement of you've wasted Andy Circus. You wasted him on a bit part that you could have used anybody to do.
1: And I will say, and let me just add this too, um, that's not the first time Star Wars has done this. Um, I will say it does almost approach prequel levels of insanity, Wasting Annie's Circus, uh, because the prequels, I felt, wasted Christopher Lee. I mean, they set him up as basically the replacement for Darth Maul, and then... Killed mm-hmm. him off in the first five minutes of Revenge of the Sith and replaced them with a uh, cough smoker Grievous, <laughs> and uh, I mean, um, Grievous. so yeah. I mean, you know, the series has had a long history of doing that, and I just feel oh, like
0: shit. And also, don't forget, sorry, don't forget Liam the wine Mason. is making me the the wine is making me curse. Um, <laughs> you also have wait, wait, oh my god. Did you just mention General Grievous?
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: Never mind. I'm going to stop drinking. Slash, I'm going to drink some oh, more. Oh no!
1: <laughs> <laughs> your wine will make a fine addition to my collection. <laughs>
0: I'm not editing. I'm not editing that out either. I, I'm going to keep I that. I find in.
2: your. I find your lack of sobriety disturbing.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. We have a half day tomorrow, so I'm <laughs> Yay. good.
2: Um. And here's... <laughs> here's my other thing. And talking about the whole um, Sith Jedi... The the Force was a little clunky in this. Did you notice? I get the whole... Uh,
0: that's because they took a step away from the midichlorians. But... That's why.
2: But here's the thing. I get the whole hmm. anybody can be a Jedi thing that Ryan Johnson was, you know, developing with Rey and, and the kid at the end. But you just mentioned it's never clear whether uh, Snoke is a Sith or whatever he is, but he can use the force. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. while I loved I and I was sobbing at the image of Carrie just at peace in
0: space. Oh, we need to talk about Carrie. Too. Yeah, Sorry. let's let's Thanks talk about me. Carrie.
2: How did she, she flew? The force can make people fly now?
0: She's Mary, Poppins, She's, Mary Popp- oh. She's Mary Poppins, y'all. She's Mary Poppins. She's Mary Poppins, y'all. Palpatine could fly, <laughs> sort of.
2: Oh, that's true.
0: Pop- Palpatine could fly. Okay. Here's my here's my thing with. Sorry. No, no, sorry. no. Go ahead. Here's my thing with 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 Carrie. You missed an opportunity to have her written out of the scene. Yeah,
2: I have. No mean, idea mean, where they're going
0: now.
2: Parts, I thought I when, figured
0: they would When they I I figured when she said what are you, why are you looking at me? Follow him. That was the moment to make her a force ghost. Yeah. That was the moment when they turned away from her, boom, force ghost. Oh. And established Poe as you are now the leader of the rebellion.
2: Or what what I feel like they could have done was, in and as it would have hurt so much, but instead of Laura Dern making the sacrifice that she did.
1: Which was awesome.
2: It was very awesome. Mm-hmm. Why not have Leia make the sacrifice and have Laura Dern's character become I- the new general?
0: I... I do think Laura Dern, again, another wasted character Uh uh, and another wasted actor, I feel like the reason why you don't make Carrie that person, and Lindley, you're going to hate me, but it's the same reason why they did not kill off Paul Walker.
2: Okay. Okay. I understand that.
0: Yeah. Like, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. In that same vein, what would be better Killing off Leia, or making Leia an immortal Force ghost within the universe. So, but to me, Force ghost is the option that you go. You don't. You don't kill off Leia because when she, when when they blew up the 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 ship, I li- I almost cried. I
2: did cry. I was, and
0: I'm sure that was their intention. I did but cry. I sat there. I'm like. Are you kidding me? That's how you're going to do this? I was
2: thinking that, too. And I'm glad they didn't go that route.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But
2: also, I mean, they, they have to kill her off in the next episode. they, yeah, they, they, do. they We don't have a choice well, anymore.
0: Well, Dave, Dave said, and, and this is what angered him, Dave was like, so now what you're going to do is you're going to have to kill her off off screen." hmm or use, or, that, which or or use gonna, that creepy which is, CGI. Yeah,
2: they're gonna have to in it. I feel like just killing mm-hmm. you cannot kill off Leia off screen. She is too big of a character. Yeah. So they're either gonna have I, to darken it or figure which out is, wh- something. Which is bad. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I I I think the filmmakers know that too. I think they respect Carrie. They respect the character enough not to kill her off off-screen, but I just, we don't have a choice anymore. They, yeah. they, they they should have ended. They should have had when when she passed away, I feel like they mm-hmm. should have respectfully put an end to Leia's storyline in Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep Luke alive. Cause I think we were mm-hmm. everyone in the theater when he disappeared. Everyone gasped because nobody saw it coming.
0: No. Nobody I saw it coming. Not. We thought
2: we thought they yeah. were they were getting in that Millennium Falcon to go pick up Luke.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: But I like the way he went out though.
2: I I do too. And we're gonna see him again. He's gonna I be did, a Force Ghost. I was. About, I
0: was about say, and don't forget, he he even told Kylo, he's like, "I'll see you again, yeah. kid."
1: yeah
2: i love the little brush off his shoulder too and someone oh my someone, god that was so someone funny noticed that you can tell he's a force ghost because when kylo walks and even luke saw this and made a grin when kylo walks his and he steps in like the salt ground he makes those yep. red footprints yep. luke didn't at all there was yep. no mm-hmm. footprints made by luke
0: But how badass was that to, like, to see Luke in, like, Master Jedi form?
1: oh, it was good. That was so clever. Because, like, you know, going into it, I was like, oh, man, we're going to see Luke, like, you know, flinging mountains and crap and just, you know, take down all those droids with a wave of his hand or something. But I feel like that would have been the obvious thing to do. Um, Mm -hmm. And I really like how they subverted expectations by making it, he is so powerful with the Force that he's almost like the Yoda that we meet in Empire Strikes Back, where he's transcended the need to fight and engage in battle. He's basically, yeah. he basically is like one with the Force and like, and the Force is with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um,
0: and, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Steven, what were you, what were you just quoting? Nothing. was that was that that Rogue One that you were quoting? It
1: was uh, it was the Star Wars film that was better than episodes one and two. We'll put it that.
0: Mm. Mm Okay.
1: But uh, yeah, and just seeing like because that was a real you know, that was a really good way to utilize him and show off how Mm. powerful he was. Um, Because and and that's another thing, too, is like people forget before the prequels and we saw Yoda with a lightsaber. Um, people forget Yoda in Empire Strikes Back really gives off this aura of there are other ways besides just fighting. And yeah. I feel like Luke really demonstrated that really well in this one and the way mm-hmm. you know, he kind of went mm-hmm. out. And that's another thing too is like, you know, we've seen the hero's sacrifice in this series a lot um, where someone dies so the others can get away. I, I like that you. Luke Thank went you. out peacefully and on his own terms.
0: So it wasn't really sad. Well, don't forget Yoda. Yoda tells him, you know, that's, that is the, the, I guess the, the destination of the of a master. Mm-hmm. That your pupil transcends you. You know, so eventually, like, I feel like Luke at that moment was like, when he hears that it's like okay all right so this is it We're this do is ray is the one ray is ray is my ray is my pupil she needs to get pushed i need to leave her she needs to transcend the same way i transcended with uh with vader i need to step out of the way and go home essentially yep Which is beautiful. That that is a very beautiful moment.
1: And I and I had to think about it a little bit first because I was like, did he like use up all his power or something? But in the film Kylo Ren, he mention when he and Ray have that little connection, he's like, You're not doing this. The effort would kill you. Um so mm-hmm. it was like a very subtle way to set up how he actually dies. Um I thought that was close.
0: Yeah. Mm hmm.
2: Yeah. But
0: can we talk about Yeah, go ahead. Can we can we talk about the love triangle that has formed Love triangle. and how finn has essentially become this kind of badass soldier i think out of everybody in the out of everybody in in these in these movies i feel like finn has made the most progress he's had
2: a good arc because this was about him really finding his place mm-hmm and i i really appreciated that
0: and he i love i love his relationship with rose um i felt like again and not to rehash old things i feel like the the timeline of things makes it a little weird how quickly rose falls for him i love her so much but that but then again Rose, I feel like was already in love with Finn, yeah, I think she was in love with the idea of him, and then when she found out that he wasn't what she expected, then she shocked him. But then, when she realized like he's there, the hero that i i I admire and I feel like I love is there can justify it. I don't know if everybody saw it that way. I'm sure, Dave, you're probably listening, and you're probably like, nope, you're wrong. Well, friend, I feel like you're wrong. I feel like that is, I feel like that is, that that was the train of thought with that character arc, um, with Finn with Finn and Rose, was that when he tried to sacrifice himself, I feel like Rose saw that. She was like, okay, this is the guy. Mm-hmm. He is a leader. He can, he can be a a true soldier of the rebellion. Yeah. You know, but I I I don't know. I feel like I don't I don't know who I want to get together. I don't know if I want it to be Rose or Finn. I to be I quite don't know. honest,
2: you know what I'm afraid of?
0: Not Rose or Finn. Uh, Rose or Ray. Excuse you me. You know
2: what I'm um a little afraid of? What? Yeah. I'm afraid that did you see that moment that Ray and Poe had?
0: Oh yeah. Oh no. Uh,
2: yeah. I you know what? I'm all for I'm all for Finn and Rose. I am all for Finn and Rose. I don't think Finn is that crazy about it now, but I adore Rose. And
0: over Finn and over Finn and Ray?
2: Because you know what? Ray is an independent Jedi who don't need no man. I think she's got <laughs> a good arc in itself. She don't have to worry about no love interest. I'm okay she's with the chosen that.
1: chosen one. She's got to deal with her own stuff right I now. I
2: don't want a love triangle in Star Wars. I don't want Star Wars to become Twilight. That's not what Star Wars is about.
1: It's about Family. Family, (laughs) family. No, that's what George Lucas is always. He's like people misunderstand Star Wars. It's not about exploding spaceships. It's about family. It's a soap opera, or a
2: space opera, opera.
1: a soap opera that I felt really needed racist caricatures. That's why I made Jar Jar Binks. Oh my gosh! Miss, I
0: love being in Star Wars.
2: But here, he, Mesa, so do a
0: little why sushi we take for your says
1: with a little bit of a grain of salt. But
2: guys, I, I really I really think we need to discuss this. The biggest question out of this, watching the movie and thinking about it over and over again. Here's the biggest question: mm-hmm. Why did the director think that we needed to know where blue milk comes from? <laughs>
1: This was actually was my whole life. I am so thankful he answered it. Oh, what? man.
0: Shut up, Steven. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> oh, nobody got time for that.
2: Uh, well, apparently Star Wars The Last Jedi's runtime did. <laughs> they had time for I it. Can...
0: I swear. I cannot with that. I was like, okay, well, this is a thing, I guess. (laughs) This is weird. I mean,
2: it was great puppetry, but why? I can't unsee that.
1: I'm going to find a clip of that because I'm sure there's a clip of it somewhere.
0: I didn't even remember it until (laughs) just now.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna,
0: like, thanks, Lindley. I forgot about it.
1: (laughs) Suffer with me. Utters. Utters.
2: I find it utterly (laughs) unnecessary. (laughs) Oh!
1: That Luke always being such a squirt.
2: Oh my, no, don't, never say squirt ever again. I'm sorry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you guys, I'm gonna send you guys a a thing in our little Facebook chat and audience i i hope you can see this too it's a
0: send me nothing
2: no 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 you need to see this send it's me nothing. a cartoon and it's
1: hilarious i, don't want,
0: I don't want to see it i don't i don't want to i don't want to see it I'm only i am way too i'm way too inebriated for this that is the right perfect now.
1: time to see these things
2: <laughs> it really is when you see it you're gonna laugh
0: <laughs> ben, <laughs> um people yeah, i'll share that go share go follow on we, instagram this episode go
2: follow rachel pierce on instagram she does amazing uh little funny star wars cartoons <laughs> and the one i just thought the guys was kylo saying did he tell you what really happened and apparently, the whole reason Ben went to the dark side is because he found out where blue milk came from. <laughs> ben, <laughs> so go 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 look up those cartoons. They'll you'll you'll get a chuckle.
0: You know what I just realized? Sorry, What did you just realize
2: I'm where blue milk came blue from? Getting blue milk out of my head,
1: <laughs> and not your.
0: Others. Here's what I here's what I just realized. We have not met the Knights of Ren because
1: okay, yeah. You know what my theory is. I was wondering why if if they were going to explain because they didn't. You mm-hmm.
0: know what my
2: theory is. Knights of mm. Ren were all those guards that they took down.
0: No, that's that's literally what I was just looking up. They are not those guards. Oh. Those are just regular guards.
1: Snoke said that Kylo Ren was the last of them. So, but
2: we saw them. Wait, no. We saw them in the flashback. We saw them
0: in the vision that Ray had. Hmm. But we have not seen the Knights of Ren. Now I'm I'm looking, and audience. If you know anything, please, please talk about it. But I feel like it is a very big missed opportunity for us to not have seen the Knights of Ren. And this was
1: something I was talking about with my brother Josh about, um, they could be holding back on saying too much about that because especially since it's going to, the next one's obviously going to be half about being rebuilding the resistance or I guess the rebellion now. What if Kylo Ren Mm -hmm. also trains up a new generation of like, I guess, dark Jedi or whatever, Leading to like a huge war of good Jedi versus Dark Jedi.
0: But see, he has the he has the the trained up order of Dark Jedi.
1: I thought they were all dead. I thought he was the last one.
0: Mm-mm, mm-mm. Remember, he he and the Knights of Ren killed all those all the all of Luke's Padawans.
1: Yeah. But Snoke said that he but was he'd... the last of the Knights of Ren.
0: And... The internet is saying otherwise. The internet is saying, like, the Knights of Ren are still alive.
1: What? No, Snoke said that in The Force Awakens. And that was, like, the last real...
0: Are you sure? Yes. Because everyone... Because literally everyone on the internet... Like, I'm I'm looking on the internet right now. Everybody is saying that the Knights of Ren is still alive. Wait,
1: your source is the internet? <laughs> no, okay,
0: never
2: mind. Yes. Never mind. Y- yeah. <laughs> the- <laughs> Haven't you learned? Hey,
0: when it comes to pop culture, the internet is always right. I mean, when it comes to, like, you know, academics, of course they're wrong.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They're still alive. Now, maybe maybe then the uh the knights of ren are perhaps uh maybe they become a big part of the next movie maybe maybe because i mean the next movie is going to be i'm guessing is going to be a big time job amazing
1: every word of what you I just would said assume.
0: was wrong <laughs> I I'm just kidding. You, I'm messing see, with you now.
2: I see what you did there. Okay.
0: I was like, what are you, like, doing? I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I feel something.
2: I feel something. That was... That was fantastic.
1: But that'll just... Okay, now that will annoy me if the film opens and we just... And all we get as far as resolving Leia's story is just a stupid Poe disagreeing with someone and saying, look, when General Organa passed away and just made me commander... You know, because if they go that route, I will be mad. Yeah, I, will, I, will.
2: It, I don't. That's I don't want an I, opening listen, crawl. I
0: can already see. I can already see the opening scene of the next movie. It's gonna be Leia's. No, death. It, or, it's gonna, or like, it's, gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be Leia's Or funeral. it's gonna
2: be in the. Oh, yep. It's probably gonna be in the title crawl. Like General oh, Leia Organa yeah. is dead. No,
0: because they're gonna no, because they're gonna want to honor Carrie Fisher. They're gonna want They're gonna want people to see it, cause they don't. Cause again, they don't want to go the route of killing her off screen, even though that's what they're doing. They're gonna mention it in the title screen, in a, in a title crawl, it's gonna be one of the last things that you read, and then it's gonna open up. It's gonna go through the stars, show a planet, and then it's gonna be they're going to be at her funeral. Hmm. And then that's when they're going to reveal Poe Dameron, or no, it'll be an opening crawl. They're going to reveal that Poe Dameron has become, uh, the new leader of the resistance. That Ray has a, you know, high position within the resistance. No, that Finn also has a high position of resistance as a spy,
1: and Kylo Ren has ordered secret construction of a bigger and more powerful Star Killer base. No, yes. no
2: more Star Killer bases, <laughs> no more dead stars. But
0: Lindley, and, Lindley, we have to have a planet-sized base that destroys we don't. planets.
2: We could do something. Yeah, we do. Um, I don't know.
0: I mean, original. clearly we do. No. No, Lindley. We keep talking no, about it, so see, we might as well have. I
1: want to see something that creates but hey, black holes. But I want to see black holes in Star Wars. You know what, that though? Would be awesome.
0: You know what, uh, though? Uh, as it has been recently revealed, the Han Solo movie might set up something for the next uh, Star Wars which movie. Which
2: Rogue might. One kind of did. Rogue One kind of did that with hyperspace tracking for oh, this yep. movie.
0: I. Yeah, I think I missed it, that, that that blew my mind. I was like, "Holy crap! Are you kidding me?" I missed that. Hmm. Did not see that coming, but yeah, yeah, that was on. That was so the the, pre-
2: the spinoffs do hold a purpose.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Who which? Which I feel like that was planted by. Uh, by Disney, so that way, every because now, now that people know that like that was revealed, everybody's gonna everybody's gonna go see the Han Solo movie, regardless of the issues they've had I, with production, which is smart on their I'm part. Interested
1: in seeing Han Solo if they do it right. I mean,
2: it's I, Star Wars. You know, we're i are gonna go
1: see it.
0: I was more interested when and this is a completely different topic. Um, I was more interested when, when um, Lord and Miller were directing.
1: Hey, Ron Howard's a good director.
0: I mean, they were, they were, but they were perfect for a Han Solo movie. Hmm. I mean, they, everything they touch is gold. They took 21 Jump Street And made it one of the funniest movies and one of the funniest sequels you will ever see. Those guys can do no wrong. They're like the Russo brothers. Hmm. But, guys, we've reached the end, I think, of our conversation about The Last Jedi. We've talked about a lot. We've covered a lot. And I want to know what you think, audience, that has stayed with us. Um, I know Dave is probably whipping up his notes right now for us um, <laughs> weepster, on why we're wrong. <laughs> but, uh, but guys, it has been a wonderful year. I have absolutely had so much fun with you guys, and I cannot wait to have even more fun with y'all in 2018. Um so, without any further ado, and gilding the lily, <laughs> audience, we leave you with this: from all of us to all of you, we wish you peace, love, tranquility, and a happy new year. You all take care.
1: Thank you so